Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Well, I'm sitting in the offices of Todd Hensley at CNT Publishing. I'm with Jan Grigsby. And while I sit here, I always play a game. And the game is, do I want this job? And I do not want Todd's job. (laughs) Well, Jan Grigsby, it's so wonderful to be sitting here with you at CNT Publishing. You are in charge of acquisitions. I'm the editorial acquisitions manager. And that's just a fancy title for trying to find people to write books for us. Well, that shouldn't be too hard. Well, it's more difficult than you might think, Mm -hmm. um, just because we really have to keep our um, finger on the pulse of what's going on and have a good mix for our shops. Um, We don't want to have too many applique books or too many contemporary quilting books and not enough traditional quilting books and all those kinds of things. And we're working three years out. I'm I'm slotting books in uh, spring of 2009 and fi- fall of 2009 right now. So and this and is 2007 right now. Right, right. And it sounds like it's a long ways away, but it takes a year from the time that we get everything from the author until we have books in our warehouse. And most a good share of that time is printing and um, shipping from overseas because we print in Asia. And so, you know, the package dates, as we call it, which is when we need everything from them, especially if they have to have quilts made, is not very far away. Well, I'll tell you what, you when you sign the contract, you think that it's forever, and then all of a sudden it's due. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. And we have, as you know, Alex, we have certain milestones in place um, so that people don't wait till the last three weeks to write the book because we have we have uh, certain deadlines the first six months. Well, I got to tell you a story going way back when Harold Nadel worked here, way mm-hmm. before your time. Um, he called me on Friday and mentioned that the book was due on Monday, and he said, "Where are you?" And I hadn't even started writing. It. <laughs> <laughs> and, Alex. I know. And I was crying on the couch when John came home, and he said, "He said, what's the matter?" I said, "Harold yelled at me," and he said, oh, "You called Diana McClellan." I said, "She'll yell." Me too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Man. So you don't do that anymore, do you, no, Alex? <laughs> no. Well, and truly now, CNT's been around how long? 25 years. Yeah, and it has, watching it mature and grow has just been astonishing. Right. Um, Carolee Hensley and Tom Hensley of the Cotton Patch started the company. Tell how it became. Um, well, Carolee's story had been in business about uh, five years, and Roberta Horton, who uh, lives in Berkeley, was teaching um, classes on Amish. And I have to tell you, the first time I was in Carolee's store, which was about 25 years ago, I had never seen so many solids in one place. place she had Amish. the best. I know. She had the best. And Amish was so hot. Well, Roberta couldn't find anything to teach from, to use as a, as a teaching tool. And so she went to Carolee and she said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Carolee said, let's publish a book. And the rest is history. You just you just have to love it. I know. You just have to love it. And I can remember, okay, I don't know how long I've been with CNT, but I'm going to say maybe 20 years. I, just yeah, off the top of my head. Right. Yeah. And um, just what they put out, you know, eight books a year. And like, how many are you guys putting out now? Um, well, last year we put out 70 products. <gasps> And you're responsible for getting them. Um, yeah, I actually now have um, um, someone on my same level that's doing the ancillary products, which are 
templates, our board books, those kinds of things. I don't want your job. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty fun. Um, and, and one of the reasons that um, I have it at this particular juncture is because I've been in the industry so long and I know a lot of people. I have a, a co-worker here who will never go to the bathroom with me at Quilt Market because we have to make too many hugging stops. Exactly. Oh, how long have you been in the industry and what is your background? Um, I've been in the industry about 25 years. I actually started as the personal assistant to Marty and Dick Michelle. Really? In Atlanta at yours truly about 25 years ago. And I've worked many other places, but the last place that I was in, involved in was I was the editor of McCall's Quilting and the founding editor of Quick Quilts. Well, I'll bet a lot of the people who are listening are familiar with you from then also. Yeah. yeah. And you've been with CNT how long? Uh, eight years. Okay. Well, what I wanted to talk about today was self-publishing versus going to a publisher because, as you know, there are plenty of people who are publishing out of their garage, which is essentially what you know, Carol Lee did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the considerations that people need to think about when they're thinking about publishing versus going to a publisher? Well, I think one of the first things that Todd would say was, do you want books stored under your bed and do you want to ship them for your mom and dad out of your garage? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But um, that aside, um, the biggest reason that, that I believe that people come to us to publish is because of our distribution. Um, we're distributed to, I would say, every quilt shop in the U.S., whether it's directly from us or from our distributors, and we also are distributed overseas. Um, and we actually have books that are translated into other languages. We have 68 books in 10 languages now, including Russian. When did that happen? Um, the Russian just happened um, last year, and we just got a, um, a request from Estonia. How wonderful I is know. that? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, I know that at Quilt Market, is it John Pilcher does yes, international, right? Exactly. He's my buddy, you yeah. know. He's the, he's the one that sells our rights. So, yeah, it's great. So, with that worldwide distribution... Um, another thing that we're really well known for is how beautiful our books are. And we do all our own photography. We have a digital studio in, in the house. Um, we have people that are very well versed in, in photography. Um, well, I want to say this. Um, every book I do with you, I don't even know how many at this point, mm -hmm. Each one is considered its own child. Exactly. It's not a cookie cutter no, thing. No, And it's always... A delight to you know when you get your first round uh, from um, design mm -hmm. to see what the designer has come up with right that's one thing that I think is really important we do have a two series that they look the same and that one of them is fast fun and easy mm -hmm. and we did that on purpose so people would know what to expect mm -hmm. and the other one is the oh so easy series which is home decking home decoration with Jean and Valerie Wells and we did that on purpose too mm -hmm. but yes we treat each book as an individual and we treat each author as an individual and a member of our family and so that's, you know, that's important for us as a company. Well, and I've seen things over the years that have happened um, personally to people here. And and it is like a family. It is. And, and stuff that needs to happen yes. happens. Yeah, right. happens. And it's just kind of wonderful to see that. Um, the other thing, well, so we've talked about shipping, we've talked about distribution. The other, but, but I was thinking about shipping. Truly, um, a couple of my books have gone out of print, and I I buy the rest of them, and they're in my garage. It's a pain. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. <laughs> he wants to be able to park his car and get out That's without right. making it a maze. Well, plus you have to get um, boxes that fit so the corners don't get all messed right. up. All that kind of stuff. Right, and, right. And we have four guys out in our warehouse that do that day in and day out, and it's an amazing operation to watch them do it. Um, we also do a big marketing plan for our books for each one individually, and that comes to the author um, actually as a document so that you know where we're planning on um, advertising, the other kinds of things that we're planning on doing with your work. You know, if if there is a television spot available, we we pitch that, or if there yeah, are you, magazines. And you guys are really good with the quilt show. Yeah, we were, really good. Yeah. And you well, were with Simply Quilts, too. Well, you know, we really try to get as much exposure for our authors and our books as possible. Now, a lot of our authors, like you, travel all the time and teach. You know, that's great. They're mm-hmm. doing their own marketing, too. But mm-hmm. there are some people who have small children at home or for some, whatever reason can't do that. Maybe they just teach locally. And so we need to get as much exposure for them as we possibly can. And so that's very important to us. Yes. And your marketing, I mean... I- I just have to laugh because I'm sitting here in Todd's office and I can remember when C&T was in Martinez and it was just this, oh, it was just a hellhole is what it was. And you go, I've heard stories. Oh, you go upstairs and there was no air conditioning. Right, oh, right. man. And people had to climb over each other. And yeah, I've heard stories from and, some of the old times. Oh, it's hilarious. And now here you've got two different departments and, and yet it's, I mean, it's not as big as it sounds. Right. But it is. Right. We have 46 employees. Wow. Including Todd and Tony, the owners. Right. And, you know, when I tell people that it's second generation family owned, that says a lot, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm never embarrassed to say who I work for. i got to tell you that. Because, yeah. You know, it's a great place to work. Okay. Now, marketing. I mean, that's so... Ex- I mean, you've touched on it, but I'm thinking now things of like quilt market. Absolutely. Yeah. We bring people... They're... they're For those of you that are not in the industry but are consumers, there are a couple of different things that happen at Quilt Market to to get the books into the shop's hands. One of them is called Schoolhouse, and it's a 15 or 30 minute um, time that an author can get up in front of the shop owners and talk about how they can make money with the books. How to market it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's kind of a... There's probably 16 or 17 rooms going at the same time, and they're all day long. I mean, they think they run that like like boot camp. Exactly. It's Marty's <laughs> it's Marty. show again. Oh yeah, exactly. And in the old days, we just did it with yours truly authors. And uh-huh. now it's, you know, everybody across the board. I did not know that. Yeah, and the other thing um, that they do is a take and teach, which from, I think it's some awful hour, like 7 to 8.30 in the morning before market opens, um, they, they, the shop owners can actually go take a class from a project that's in the book. And luckily, at Quilt Market, whether it's in the spring or the fall, the sewing machine companies all bring sewing machines, so nobody has to bring a machine right. if it's a sewing class or any of that kind of thing, and most people make kits, so it's really easy. And that lots of times then the shop owner has something to take home as a sample for a class 
for their store, and so that's great. Well, and I just thought of another job I don't want. It's Marty Michelle's, <laughs> you know, because she's got to schedule all this stuff. Right. And like last time, I think I had five schoolhouses, and it couldn't conflict with Ricky's. Right. And then I mean, it's I thought, oh, I don't want her yeah, job, and it, boy, she does it. She does. You yeah. know, and the other thing I want to mention too is we had a booth, the quilt show at Market in last spring in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It is very, very expensive. expensive. And then you get a booth like CNT that's not just one booth. Right. I don't know how we many. We usually have six or seven Yeah, booths. yeah. And so so that is another expense. And if you're not, if you want to self-publish, you've got to make these commitments. Right. That's right. And, and going to shows, uh, whether it's a consumer show, which some people do, or a trade show, it is very expensive and it takes a lot of your time and you have to travel most of the time. It's not just a local thing. But... You know, for some people that works. Um, the other you do make more money if you self-publish, right, but there's the right. headache and the risk. The risk. That's exactly right. You know, you have to pay for all the books up front, and so if they don't, and you have to pay for all the graphics and all the photography and all that stuff, and you know, that's something that the publisher takes on. At least we do. You don't. The only upfront cost you have with us is making the projects. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you have to do for the book. Um, you know, we don't charge you for the photography. We don't, none of that. We And we assume all that risk. And that's why we have a huge warehouse out there mm-hmm. and why we um, publish the people that we do. Because we know, we hope in our heart of hearts. Right. That, <laughs> that, and we don't get it right all the time. I was going to say, but, do you ever like sometimes go, okay, that, what was I thinking? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. One of my books, mm-hmm. um, Fabric Shopping. It is a really good book, out of print, and I have like 500 in my garage if anybody's interested. <laughs> um, um, we titled it wrong, mm. and that was the big mistake, yeah. because people go, oh, I know how to buy fabric. Well, it's not about that, and and so, yeah, those are the things where, okay, personally, I will always tell you what's in the book. Right. Well, that's that's another, when you ask me, have, have, you, have you ever thought, what was I thinking? Um, all of our publishing decisions also are made by committee, so it's not all on me, <laughs> even though most of the time I feel like I should take it upon myself. Yeah. But everything's done by committee, including the titles. So um, we have. So several, it's not one person's no, fault. No, it's not one person's <laughs> fault, you know, because we have to come to a consensus. And um, and the same thing with the images on the cover and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, it isn't just one person's fault, but when, yeah. When it's bad, it's really bad. (laughs) And when it's good, it's fabulous. Exactly, exactly. And and luckily, we're lucky because we hit it a lot more than we don't. Now, when you go to market, are you just meeting after meeting after meeting with potential authors? Yes. But what I've learned to do is not to pre-schedule too much of my time because there are, first of all, I like to try and walk the show if mm-hmm. I can and to see the quilts, which normally both those things don't happen. And also, you know, I'm going to run into people there that I want to talk to that it's right now, this should be happening. You know, we can't sit on this kind of thing. And we also have to work our publishing plan around that. You know, we have to have some little bit of wiggle room. And um, so, yeah, meeting after meeting. and But I love it. I mean, that's why... I still like doing it. Let 
We also um, have a big web presence. Um, we have a, a website, www.ctpub.com. I'll put a link on mine. Okay, great. And if anybody is interested, actually, in perhaps publishing a book with us, mm -hmm. if they go to our homepage and go down to the bottom, there is a button to push that says Manuscript Submissions. That'll scare the average person to death. Well, yeah, there are three pages there, and they're pretty specific about what we want from you. One is an overview, and it asks for you to send us actual really sewn things, as well as, you know, other things. And then there's two questionnaires, one about you, mm -hmm. and one about the book that you're proposing. And they're pretty... There's lots of questions that you need to think about. Well, I was going to say, you just said what I was thinking in my own brain. They force you to think. Yeah, and, and the thing, okay, so like if somebody does send in a proposal, what's the average wait time to find out? Well, it depends on if it's show season or not, um, you know, because most of the people that we, that look at the proposals, the committee, um, most of us are the ones that also travel to shows. Mm -hmm. But what we try to do is turn things around in six to eight weeks. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I used to say I didn't have any vote. And that's really not true. I have the ultimate vote. It has to get past me first. <laughs> and then what happens is we take it to our editorial team, and the only thing that the editorial team decides to do, and we meet once a week, is do we think that we might consider publishing this, and should it go through the routing process? And if the answer is yes, then an editor volunteers to be the advocate for that book. Like a Liz Analoski, like it's, my editor? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so they do a lot of research and answer a lot of questions in our database, and then it goes on to the next person and on to the next person. And once everyone has filled out their part, mm -hmm. then the computer and I gather that information and take it to our acquisitions team, which when we're in town also meets once a week. And um, Well, how much are you guys on the road? A ton? Well, you know, I was on I was on the road. I went to 16 shows last year. Oh, Jan. But not nearly that many this year. Mm -hmm. I, I just said I don't want to travel quite so much. Right. So, you know, I'm going to the four big shows, um, the two quote markets and the two CHAs. And tell everybody what that is. Craft Hobby Association. Mm -hmm. Is that what HIA used to be? Yeah, mm -hmm. HIA and ACCI. Mm -hmm. And um, we go there because we see what's happening in the rest of the industry. Right. And we also do paper crafting things. Right. And mixed media kinds of things. And that's where we find... Um, what's going on. Are you doing acquisitions for that also? Um, I do for books, but Mary Ruck does for the other products. Okay. And um, and then I go to, we go to local shows around here, but we also go to regional shows. For, for instance, the Vermont Quilt Festival. Oh, I love um, that. One of the Minnesota State Guild meeting. Um, machine... Um, the Max show, the machine quilting, mm -hmm. long arm machine quilting. So you're shows. looking for talent, is what you're exactly. looking for. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We're looking for we're looking for uh, interesting people, and we're looking for interesting techniques or something that's unusual that has a twist to it that isn't out there. Because that's our whole goal is to find things that are not already out there. You know, we don't want to be a copycat. Right. Right. That's just well, not us. I want to say that um, I. Adore this company. Oh, thank you. And it is part of 
a family. And it's, it it's a family. It's it a family. A and um, everybody's working their tail off as hard as they can. And so on one hand, people might think, oh, it's this big thing. Yeah, it is. But it's not. Right. Although I don't know a lot of the people here anymore. And that's kind of mm. weird. But yeah. <laughs> you, know. so you know all the editors, don't you? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so because yeah. I I'll, I'll, I work with Liz. Right, <laughs> I work exactly. with Liz. Yeah, um, Liz even gives me your proposal. So I know. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. And um, I think one of the hardest things I ever did was to turn in my first proposal, of oh, which yeah. it was turned down. Really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Of which the second one was turned down. Well, thank you for. Coming back and back. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the third one, um, what happened was, apparently, rumor has it, that Carol Lee said, you better grab her before somebody else does. And so... Smart Carol Lee. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> and so um, it's, you know, way out of print, but that's how that happened. And mm -hmm. then it just, a nice relationship started. Right. And that's the thing, you know, um, oftentimes I'm acknowledged in the forward or the acknowledgments mm -hmm. of a book. And I appreciate that because I started the relationship, but it's the company that really has the relationship with our authors. And that's really important. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And we want you to feel important. And yes, Alex has to turn in proposals just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something right now. And so does Ricky. And so does Ricky. <laughs> And there's nothing worse than a no. I mean, talk. That was so traumatic. I mean, oh, I it, it's traumatic. I'm surprised you came back. I'm not sure I would. I guess I'm just kind of stubborn. I don't well, know. I don't know. I mean, I knew I wanted to work with CNT. Well, what well, all, let me tell you what the real scoop was. I was supposed to have worked with Quilt Digest Press, oh. and then Michael Kyle passed away, right. Right. and so that's where I was slotted to go. Right. Yeah, you know where Laura and Diana went. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's all yeah. how that happened, and I'm yeah. just grateful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting um, because I tell people, I have to tell you, when we reject somebody, we send them a um, you know kind of a um, standard rejection letter, and and when I talk to people on the phone, I generally tell them, don't call me because I'm not good. You know, it's just. It just doesn't fit into our publishing plan, which is right. exactly what the letter says. Right. Um, oh, like, don't call me and ask why, you mean? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 Well, you know, I see way too many. I, yeah. I can't keep them straight. Anyway. Yeah. So, but um, the thing is, the letter also says, at this time. Now, you know, if you had proposed something three years ago, and we turned it down, but you see that there's really a need for it, and you send it to us again, mm -hmm. you know, nine times out of ten, it isn't the way the proposal was sent to us. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just that, you know, we have too many applique books or whatever. And so we we just have to say no at that time. But, you know, perseverance is a wonderful thing. Right. And, in fact, uh, something that I want to do next, I actually called somebody here. And <laughs> I just, and I said, look, you know, if if you've already got things in route for this, just say so right now because it's not, timing is everything. Mm -hmm. So I ditto that 100%. Well, I know that in five minutes you have a meeting that's all about New books. That's right. That's <laughs> so, right. Right. With I, our production department, actually. Yay. So, yeah. So, I won't keep you any longer, but I thank you so much. And this is an interview I wanted to do for a long time, and I actually was up here, and we're shooting a little picture. So, perfect timing. I'm glad you were here and not oh, on the road. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. And until we meet and we do get around, happy quilting. 
more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.